for the first time with Toronto Raptors 24-year history. They will be heading to the NBA Finals. Can karma come alive? Uh, will the maple giants finally arrive? Or will the claw and co forget about Dre? Uh, tune in to find out on The Ball is Bay, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. Back at it again for our NBA Finals preview show. Guestless, anxious, but full of the right vibes. Uh, we are present on all your favorite podcast listening stations, unless you are from the future and SoundCloud has re-emerged as the podcast pause. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Internet Archive, and on Good Days, even YouTube. Renting space online is not too expensive, but uh, being the broke-ass bitches we are, we'd probably have to start our own Patron platform or take out a loan from the generous banks of India. <laughs> Speaking of a loan, I've got with me, as always, co-host uh, Basketball Gyani, player at some scam New Jersey semi-professional team and eater of Luxembourgian food for the past two months. Vineet Devaya. Vineet, say hi. Hello, people. I was going to do the Kawaii laugh and, and started uh, off, but then I just, I, I, I practiced it a couple of times and I couldn't really, you couldn't really get it. Get it. Yeah, it it's, a, it's a very unique laugh. I, I, th- I think it requires you to be an introvert at heart. Like, you can't pretend to be that. Like, Heart, I am kind of introvert at heart. What a lie. What a lie. Please stop to stop lying. At heart, like but profession, I have to I'm pushed <laughs> to like be an extrovert. Uh, yeah. You're the only person I know who has no problem dance like who loves dancing and does not drink. So in my head that's like like how do people even do that? True, true. Yeah, I true. agree. <laughs> how do people do anything at all? Yeah. Without <laughs> drinks, huh? Yeah. I mean that's a different perspective. I have little alcoholic issues. Uh, nobody, please do not listen to this. <laughs> uh, sorry, mom. That's not for your ears. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our, we, we've got the finals we kind of wanted, but we didn't really know that we wanted the Raptors versus the Bucks. Oh, wait. That's not right. The Raptors versus the Warriors. This is the NBA finals we're talking about. It's happening in two days. By the time this pod is out, it might be game one time already. So... Uh, probably need, not. Probably not. Why? Because you're going to work day and night to release <laughs> the pod out on time. Yes, Ashwin. Before, yes, that is true. Uh, this is uh, my word on this podcast, which hopefully means a little bit. Something. Anyway, something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our, our last guest predicted a, a, a Toronto and six prediction, Miss Nikila Makar. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, yeah. She did publicize a pod a little bit. Uh, she did. I mean, it was the it. highest amount of engagement we got <laughs> on a tweet about our pod. Absolutely. Uh, and we've been yeah, doing it for like two years now. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing it for two years. And, you know, even like the great Hupistani and, uh, you know, all of them tweeted it, but really no one interacted with it. But no yeah. we got such great, like four or five replies to the tweet. Some people heard it. And they commented on the content of that for I was like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) People Uh, are like really, you know, uh, listening to our pod. And, uh, you know, our numbers are also growing. Numbers are also growing. But, yeah, but we are not, we are gonna like keep them growing again and again. More and more. More and more. Oh, that's the word. Yes, more and yes. more. <laughs> but I think we, we crossed our we crossed our uh, goal of... We, we, we have uh, more than crossed all our goals for this at the beginning of the season. And I think we, have, we were a little bit too modest in our 
like in our projections but no big deal we'll project even more even less modestly in the yes. coming seasons yes <laughs> we don't have high hopes for ourselves no 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 but we do have high hopes for the pod <laughs> yes okay uh vinit le- yeah, i mean let's get to the point i mean the uh, not the main point but the auxiliary point bucks versus raptors uh i mean we said that if yanis goes i mean if kawai goes on yanis that could be an issue for yanis and it turned out to be absolutely true uh the bucks bench forgot to show up for games 5 and 6 game 5 even at home and game 6 blew big leads in the third quarter went into the fourth quarter with a lead and then lost it couldn't really make shots in the fourth couldn't really do much kawai probably like one of the most used terms imposed his will on the team yes. like especially in that game 6 i think what was most remarkable was for the first three quarters he didn't do much like i don't think much of his shots went in but he 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 did you know all the other things he made sure you know like a drive in get the double teams dish it out his fred van vliet like vv fred van vliet what a guy mm. what a guy what a man what a man vv what a man okay and uh, yeah i mean things happened uh, it didn't really work out yanis kaye wo whatever kawai leonard making sure the team was on, like he took them on his back to the finals uh, i mean i'm sure you are you're like a proud mother to kawai absolutely, right now absolutely proud mother for kawai leonard i feel like uh, he has Windigator. all my faith in him uh-huh. uh, and you know obviously it has to it is because of me that he is performing so well No uh, doubt. <laughs> you know, I'm sending him positive vibes all the way from Luxembourg, and I think uh, it's really affecting him where his performance has gone to. I mean, it's almost Jordan-esque. Um, mm-hmm. I've not watched Jordan Jordan play live, but I watched like his uh, hardwood classics. Like I watched mm-hmm. like entire games of Jordan, and I think the, the the thing that I find very similar between the both of them is that they know how to pace their game. Mm-hmm. you know like jordan never went like all out like for example like russell westbrook who just goes all out like you know crashing the boards or he's not streaky like steph he scores like 10 points a quarter like when he picks his spots he picks his shots he picks his time it it never seemed like jordan was forcing the issue mm-hmm. and i think that's very similar with kawhi like he never seems like he's forcing the issue you okay. know he gets he scores very silently and then suddenly you look at his scoreboard is like he scored 25 points and he was like oh my god when did that happen when did that happen <laughs> right and uh, yeah so i mean i think uh, he did what i said he would do and mm-hmm. i'm very happy about that uh, on 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 various levels uh, <laughs> if you know what i mean i do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see this this time we've not taken any names no whatsoever. names have been taken this time and uh, uh, yeah so i think uh, you know I'm I'm a happy guy and I think uh, Giannis as is an excellent player and I think Bucks mm-hmm. is probably going to come back stronger and yep. uh, you know with a with a more passion and I think you know Giannis reminds me of kind of like LeBron where like LeBron was unstoppable unless you made him shoot mm-hmm. and uh, that's what uh that is what the raptors did to the raptors did for them is yeah. like listen you know we're not going to let you do your whole spin move get into the paint and janis so is going to develop some kind of sh- mid range jumper or some kind yeah. of post game because he doesn't really have a post game you know mm-hmm. he just gets that one step you know when he, he gets deposition and then like you know one move directly there yeah, yeah. yeah. which is but he yeah. needs that first step like he's not like a back you know back to the basket so i think like he would have to develop those two skills which he probably will 
because uh, if you compare him to when he came to the league, uh, he didn't know anything. Like you could see him just like very barely, like even knowing how not to developed at all. But like you can, you've seen the exactly, you've seen the yeah. growth. You've know? seen the growth. So I think definitely Giannis is going to come back stronger. Uh, hopefully the Raptors next year will also. I mean, I'm just talking next year. Like keep Kawhi, and uh, the Knicks are going to be there. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good overall. Um, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we've heard rumors, uh, but we're not gonna validate them. I mean, we've heard rumors that you know, uh, KD has sold us at Oakland House, House. and then and yeah. he's got some place in New York. So let's see. I'd be very happy if he goes to Knicks, Knicks. only because you know the whole uh, like you know the whole NBA will become a little. Like, but then, what if Anthony for, Davis goes to the Warriors? What? Oh God, Anthony Davis going to the Warriors. Mm. I think I think KD is a little more valuable to the Warriors than Anthony Davis. I don't know. It, I just feel that way. But uh, okay, fair enough. You know, that's. Uh, I mean, I feel like you know, if if the Warriors can pull off getting Kevin Durant, like can they can pull off getting Anthony Davis, who really wants to win a ring, uh-huh. and you can just be like, hey, come here, <laughs> come, come here. <laughs> Why are you going to go to Lakers? A dis- like you know, bad franchise. Why would you go uh-huh. to the Celtics? A bad franchise. Uh-huh. Why would you go to the Knicks? They they're just getting their players. So mm-hmm. I know I know you're saying this from the Warriors perspective because on this pod itself, like we have evidence of you saying ki why would you go anywhere else? Just go to the Lakers, get get the women, get the money, get, be in the in a fancy ass place, uh, take a helicopter from your house to a stable center, do all that thing. As compared uh, to I, staying in New Orleans, is what uh, that was the difference. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean <laughs> anywhere else. Where yeah. would you want to stay? In? If if you, I mean, let, let's just say this: if you were a professional basketball player, mm. uh, like if you had to choice between New York or LA, what is your scene? Oh, are you saying me? Yes, I think, you. Uh, I, mean, I you. think New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I would pick New York uh, because it has all the seasons. You know, it's got a lot of industries there, and I, I would, I would pick, I would pick New York. You would pick New York. Well, well, Better food scene also. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, not that I know, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> oh, you haven't okay. been to both either either of those two. I haven't been uh, west of uh, Istanbul. I think Istanbul is the westest I've been. Oh my god! <laughs> There's a lot of places to explore. Inshallah, yes. something will work out. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I mean. Uh, like congrats to the Bucks for making it till here. I mean, they, they, I'm sure the expectations are much higher, but you know, sometimes it doesn't work out, and and then you learn something. Kawhi happens, and then but you're I like, think, I think Kawhi the, did the this cool happen. part is like Kawhi made like two grown ass men, like seven footers, like really <laughs> weep, like shit. Yeah, weep. <laughs> I mean, it, it reminds me of like you know just Jordan making uh, yeah Barkley, Malone, every all just yeah. like. No. Oh my god! <laughs> Why are you still here? <laughs> Why are you still here? Yeah, yeah. Really, it really was. It felt. It had that feeling. True, true, true. I mean, I'm sure. Like I see, Embiid is like a really, like you know, passionate person, and Giannis also. So I mean, we're not yeah, a, a knock on them. It's just that you know, Kawhi did it. That's all. Kawhi did it. Kawhi, Kawhi is a better man. It. Yeah, Kawhi is a better man. The Kawhi, better and, man Kawhi is like, and Kawhi did not be like ha 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 ha. It's like, uh, all right, congratulations yeah. for making it this far. <laughs> but this is it. Okay. So yes, now we now we have got the Raptors. We've got the uh, the Warriors. The Raptors with home mm-hmm. court advantage. Game one and two 
um, I think Friday India time, Friday and uh, Sunday, I guess, or Monday. Mm-hmm. I think Friday and Monday. Yeah. So uh, the first question would be, what do the Raptors have to do to beat the Warriors? I, I, you should answer that first. Then I, I should answer that. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, they have to. I mean, the general generic answer would be shut down Clay and Steph. Easier said than done, but this is the stay same Kawhi Leonard who, with a bunch of almost nobodies, almost did that to a Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Kevin Durant wala thing. I mean, when the, his last season with the, I mean, his last yeah. prop, proper playoff game with the thing, he did that. And even though I did not believe that they could have won the series, but he did that. Like that series at the at Oracle Arena, he for three for three quarters for three quarters he absolutely shut down any chance that. The Warriors. the Warriors probably were looking shell-shocked. Like, they had not faced anything like this. And he didn't even score that. He had 26 points. Which is not a lot, right? In three so quarters, three... my friend. Ah, okay, fine. Which is on pace for what? 40 points. Which is, okay, great. But, at, like, he had 26 points and they had a 23-point lead. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was just getting everyone involved. He, on defense, there was nothing strong. So, and 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 I really, because I really hate, hated that uh, KD Wala Warriors, I'm like... This could be that karma sort of, you know, like coming back, like that same guy coming back and from a different country and, you know, doing this. No, this is, this, see, this kind of karma stuff only uh, on an Indian podcast. Ah, uh, exactly. For all the listeners. <laughs> karma takes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So that's why I, I feel that uh, he can sort of uh, shut down Steph, not really, but, you know, he can do a very good job. But what is more important is, again, you know, Fred Van Vliet has to show up. Ibaka has to be huge. They have to make yeah. the Warriors not play the Warrior game, where, which is just, you know, running around like a mm. Defense, I mean, they, I, I think they played pretty good defense on the Bucks, but the Bucks were always that, you know, one focus, focal point, ball goes through him all the time. And it is easier, 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 again, I'm doing air quotes, easier to stop it in the playoffs because, you know, you face the same team again and again. I mean, I, I, they had two regular season games, but I, I don't think there's anything to gleam out of it. This is a completely yeah. new series. Uh, Toronto is the only team which has, like, you know, faced adversity, a game seven, down, like, game two, zero, uh, two yeah. games, two, down 2-0, come back there. So, I, I would say the advantage is with the Warriors because the Warriors are Warriors. But to answer the question, I think... Just stifle the thing, have your three-pointers uh, go in and then, then you know, you roll the dice. I think if it's close enough in the fourth quarter, I I have faith that Kawhi will come through in the fourth quarter. Let them keep it close and then it'll happen. So, are, are you, are you uh, is this your prediction for no, like... Predictions with KD? Uh, for... No, 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 no. With KD or without KD? With KD, there's absolutely no chance. It's a five-game uh, thing for the... Uh, for the Warriors. With KD, I, I, I don't see any chance for them. With KD, I don't see any chance. But without KD, I, I, I can see that this will be an interesting finals for the first time in three years. Right. 4-1, 4-0 and yeah. For the first time in three years, this will be an interesting finals. As in, I would not, uh, you know, be like, there's no chance. But, uh, and I really don't think, man, like, what makes you think KD is going to come back? No, I mean, maybe he won't come back for the first two games, but he can come back later on. He, he could, but... He won't be 100%. No, uh, no, he could. And, like, 
I, I, I don't think his fitness uh, thing, I mean, I'm sure he's, you know, working on, but I, I think that injury is really more serious than they've been letting on. But of course, I, I have, this is all speculation. I have no idea. But now uh, let me put that back to you. What do you think the Raptors have to do to beat the Warriors? I mean, honestly, but let, first, first, let me ask you this question. I mean, okay. uh, with the, with the KD, with, if KD is in the Warriors, like what do you? What are the chances for the Raptors to win? Or what do you think the prediction sort of will be? Or will it be close? For me, honestly, like this, this whole battle w- reminds me very much like the 2011 like Mavericks run. Okay. You know where no one really expected much of the Mavericks. I think they were like mm-hmm. third or fourth seed. And I think, yeah, second seed. No, I don't remember. Maybe no, third no, seed. No, no, no. Third or fourth seed, I think. And uh, you know they just they just went on a tear and they went through all the all the best teams of the of that like three four year stretch mm-hmm. uh, and when they came up with the uh, you know with the Miami Heat which was the juggernaut at that time even though it was the first year I think it, they kind of didn't really gel well enough for them to like really be uh, very explosive and I feel like uh, this Warriors team if KD comes back won't won't be that like cohesive at, as it used to be okay. and without without KD I feel like the Raptors have a better chance of winning uh, mm-hmm. so it reminds me a lot of that where you have this one superstar who 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 kind of is shouldering the entire responsibility okay. okay and you have these like really good role players who can contribute at a very high level mm-hmm. if they contribute right so if they, if they contribute like it becomes really good okay uh, I think what Toronto has to do to win, uh, I think, is just play a good defense. I think that's their strength. Uh, you know, unlike um, unlike Portland Trailblazers, where defense was not their strength, and you know they got killed. Yeah. Well. I think the Raptors' defense is their strength, and they actually have three very good defensive players that can shut down the three. Not shut down, but at least really reduce the productivity of the other three. Is Kawhi uh, Leonard one of those three? Yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> yes. So he, I think he, Siakam, and Danny Green are very good. I mean, Danny Green is kind of—I don't know what has happened to him. Yeah. Oh, uh, what is the? Yeah. I mean, forget his shooting. Like even his defense has kind of fallen off, which is kind of really weird because mm-hmm. he usually like when, especially when he was in the Spurs, his defense was just crazy. Uh, so I hope that you know they all three of them kind of really step up on defense okay. and i think they should kind of switch between who they who they really guard obviously uh they all three are kind of bigger than uh, other than katie they're bigger than steph and steph and uh clay so they can always keep switching and uh other than danny being on katie everyone else is kind of interchangeable so if there's no katie then i think the defensive load can really be uh, tackled uh, very well depending on the lineup. So I think last time I didn't have much faith on Nick Nurse because I was not sure how the lineups he would play would yeah. be. Uh, but I think this time I'm very confident that you know I, I remember that in the second game of the Buck series he was playing like everybody. He played uh, what's his name Jody Meeks. I mean I, the lineups were at one point there was none of the starting five. Against the no, starting I, five, I, I think that game was a blowout, right? I think game two was a blowout, proper blowout. Yeah, proper blowout. And proper blowout. he did like a lot of really big mistakes because, like, I remember like first quarter they were down seven with mm-hmm. like three minutes to go, and he benched Kawhi. Sorry, uh, end of the first half, 
and by the time the half got over i think they were down 14 and it just didn't make any sense like why would you bench kawai when you have a half coming you know like let him just at least stay in the game it wasn't like kawai was tired or anything like that you know they were down 7 like he, if he was there they probably would have been down you know 10 max right but anyway the point being that you know he he has improved and he has uh, he has played very good lineups uh, on defense offense still he has a lot to work on but on defense he has a good understanding of where to play his players uh so i think if he just sticks to those and like understands when you know if steph goes out or clay goes out then you know you rotate kawai on to you know draymond for example you know so that he can get some rest uh on the defensive side so those things you know i think if nickness manages correctly mm-hmm. uh i think the raptors defense can can shut down uh can can reduce the uh the offensive threat that is the golden state warriors now okay. the defensive strength strength of uh the golden state warriors is something the raptors have to really work with because the raptors the the state golden state warriors are very very good defensively too right no doubt. so you have yeah, no doubt. you have clay and draymond who can who if they blitz kawai i, I don't know if how kawai is going to score mm-hmm. right so if you put if if so if they put draymond and clay on kawai and say like if kawai gets the ball double team get the ball out of his hand Okay. And Kawhi probably will not be able to like maneuver around these two players. Right? But uh, I mean, see, I understand your point, but that is a that is something that will happen in let's say say that that happens in game 1 or it happens in crucial stretches of game 1. Uh because we, I I think game 1 is the closest so let's just talk about that game. I mean, that is something that you can adjust for, right? Like what is i mean basketball mein kya hai you have a plan how well you execute it and how well the other team can react to the plan more or less determines whether you can win or not right because uh, bucks uh, were given free reign in game 1 and 2 one the games uh like when it came back to rondo nickness realized ye karna hai wo karna hai put kawai on janis made some adjustments got it done right so Uh, I mean, let, let me ask you this question instead of you talking about the defense of you know Warriors and you know how effective it will be. What do the Warriors do? Because we almost have confirmed that uh, KD might will not play in Game One and probably won't play in Game Two as well. Hmm. Uh, so what do the think, Warriors? I don't do? think Warriors are going to change their strategy much. I think their strategy has got them like what three championships. They play uh-huh. the same way. uh they have the death squad that comes in the third quarter but kd is part uh, of the death squad right the hampton 5 kd is part of that so no, now that we the, yeah kd is part of that hampton 5 it's uh, him uh, steph clay kd but is it good i think the, the, i think the the death, death squad was was different the hampton 5 after kd came but before that it was called the death squad which uh, didn't have kd which didn't have kitty but i think they had some people who were traded you know was it livingston and oh, uh, somebody man hmm. okay as long as you have stephen clay uh, stephen clay yeah yeah so it was steph clay draymond and i think it was like andrew bogart or some shit like that can't be bogart i think it was a small lineup as in it was all, i think livingston might have been there i don't remember yeah, it was uh, livingston was there. oh harrison okay. barnes ah yes the yeah that's true Uh, a former that, that former was, guest on the Ballers Bay podcast. Ballers Bay podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't think they will change any of their strategy. I think the only thing they they would because they shouldn't, you know, because they are very comfortable playing at their pace. Yeah. Their job is to make the opponent play at their pace. Exactly. And they have been very very successful doing it. 
I don't think they will change it. They probably make some adjustments for Kawhi, but uh, that will be on the defensive side, which I said, which is like double team him. Like, you know, that's the most obvious thing. Mm-hmm. And then let, you know, Siakam or somebody, you know, uh, score. And so I don't think they're going to change anything. On I, I don't think they will change and they should change because they're just very effective the way they are. Like, you know, they've yeah. played together for almost five years now. So, uh, so I don't think there's going to be much changes on the, on the Warriors side. The um, Warriors do the same thing. They blitz Kawhi. I, I'm sure they'll not let Kawhi, like, you know, do... I'm sure they'll they'll be like, uh, let the others beat us. If the others beat us, that's all right. So, yeah, I mean, and also the thing is, like, you know, it's not like teams have not blitz Kawhi before. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like... Uh, the the Bucs did the Sixers, it. Yeah, yeah, even the Sixers did it. They sent yeah. Jimmy and Ben Simmons on, on, on Kawhi. But, the, like I said, that's... That's what I like about Kawhi is that he doesn't force the issue too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless like, you know, in the fourth quarter, you have to get points. You ha- you are really down and the only way to do it is give the ball to Kawhi and see what he does with the ball. Uh, otherwise, he generally just passes the ball out. Whether or not goes for a made basket is based on the person he passes it to. But he does not really force the issue. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times he just is passive. You know, he doesn't really involve himself much into the offense. He's not... He's not someone who runs screens, runs through screens, you know, goes through people. He doesn't do the Steph thing, right? So off the ball, he doesn't have much activity. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I feel like the blitz killing will definitely work for them because if the only way he is going to be involved in offense is, you know, ISO and you know, like uh, transition, then blitz killing, you know, not scaling, sorry, blitzing will. Uh, I was wondering on, what on the hell Kauai. is blitz scaling? Blitz scaling is a tech term about like how to like scale something. Okay. Oh, you just scale something blitzly. You just like, like yeah. rapid growth hacking. Uh, yeah. Hashtag entrepreneurial terms. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I hope, I mean, not I hope, I know that uh, Steve Kerr and Nick Nurse are listening to this podcast. So they maybe are, they'll absolutely. just, absolutely, they'll just cancel it out. They'll be like, oh, they, he told them the idea. So I'll just plot against the idea. However, that is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Like one question is, this is this is a little bit about you know Kawhi's defense personality. How much do you think uh, the claw can slow down the by himself? As in what, like he did Giannis, like he did Giannis's offense. Do you think there's any way Kawhi can affect this series by his defense to that extent? Like oh yeah, could, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, you know, if there's no KD, right? Yeah. If there's no KD, uh, what is going to happen is, see, Steph is the engine, right? Yeah. And if you shut down the engine, it's the... I, I don't think the Warriors, without Steph's ability to create uh, spacing and uh-huh. being involved, like, you know, off yeah. the ball. Yeah. See, the, the thing about Kawhi, and this is uh, referring to, like, all the discussions we have had about Kawhi mm-hmm. on Twitter mm-hmm. without referring to is that when when he shuts people down, it's just that they don't get the ball anymore. You know, so the when there is a different ways of shutting down. It's like once you shut you shut down a person where he you deflect a shot or you know you he takes a bad shot or whatever it is. But when Kawhi guards you, you just, you're not getting the ball. You know, because he's like on you. He's got big arms. Right, so you know that if you're going to pass him, he's going to deflect it somehow. So the person who's passing the ball to the main person who's going to create the offense is not going. He's not going to get the ball. So I I feel like you know they're going to play like a double double high screen first F 
when Steph is coming down, you know, uh, and if Kawhi is guarding them. But I don't think that's going to work with Kawhi because uh, he will. They will get switches on Kawhi, but I think after the switch is got, and if uh, Steph doesn't take the shot, then Kawhi will switch on Steph. So if if the screen happens, and then you know, if the person who gets screened and gets switched onto Steph does does not allow Steph to take a good shot and and Steph passes the ball off, I think Kawhi will get back on Steph and Steph will not get the ball back again. Okay. So yeah. so that's the thing. So I think it, definitely. But the problem with that is like unlike Giannis who just kind of stand at one place, Steph is always running. So uh, it will be very very difficult. I mean honestly, if Kawhi Leonard shuts down Steph. Oh, that's the it. legend. The legends will. I'm telling you, he he can retire next year, and he just he will be in the top 30 players of all time. Like, it it is it is it is really remarkable to stop a seven footer and probably the best shooter, the MVP and the best shooter in consecutive series, uh, and also be the high like even Michael Jordan did that and get the ring. Well, yeah, if he gets the ring, then it's like. I mean, if he stops Steph, I'm sure he's getting the ring. Yeah, but if KD is there, then Steph. Like, I'm just saying, like, just stopping Steph, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is is a big deal itself. Now, whether or not they yeah. win has to do with whether Clay like, starts scoring 40 points in, in 15 minutes or something like that. You know, things that you cannot predict. Um, we, we're not even going to go there. If that happens, we'll be like, uh, we didn't tell you it so reminds much. Me, it reminds <laughs> me of this one series that they were playing against OKC. Oh, man. <laughs> Game 6, please. Let's not, like, do this. I remember game six. I remember game six. 11 threes. Yeah. So yeah. something like that you can't really predict and stop. But And th- that's the thing. That's, that that this team is capable of those things. Mm-hmm. Like very few teams are capable of those like 11 threes. Like, you know, being 25 points below and then suddenly like five I mean, minutes. I, I don't want to, I don't want to bring up the, I don't want to bring up the point of, you know, Clay never having shown up in the NBA finals, but... Like with Clay, who really knows? One day he'll be like, yeah. Yeah, he just like you need Clay to win you one game. Yeah, you know, that's what you need. I mean, if you need Clay to win you one game, then you're probably down, and then Clay will be like, okay, fine, I got you. Okay, fine, fine, fine I'll fine, play. Fine, yes, fine, okay. okay. <laughs> you, you both people with max contracts can't do shit anyway. So let me just do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think I think there are a lot of like, it's a very interesting finals. I think, uh, but you know, in the end of the day, I feel like. You know the Golden State Warriors is going to win, um, but I think this because because last time I I I picked my choice against my heart, I was regretting. I was I could not totally enjoy the series. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to put all my effort and all my hopes and dreams behind Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors and say the Raptors in six. Raptors in six. Six. I, I didn't even ask you for a prediction, but you've already given me one. Take it Raptors and go. Raptors in six. <laughs> Raptors in six. So what? They'll win the finals in in the Oracle Arena, beating them. Wow, yeah, nice. I feel so. I feel like if they if they are th- up three two, mm. like that's a lot of pressure on home for the Warriors. Yeah, I mean the Warriors have and not lost. They, yeah, and if they don't have KD, it's the end. Okay, I I, I think uh, I mean my prediction. Uh, if they have KD, then five games sweep, but they don't have KD for game one. So, like, maybe six games, Warriors and six. But uh, without KD, mm, 
I don't know. I really want the Raptors to win, but uh, whatever I say becomes the opposite. So I'll say Warriors in seven. Yes, good choice. <laughs> but I really want, like, I, I want, uh, I want Raptors to win to complete that bloody circle of uh, Zaza killing him and then him leaving yeah. the Spurs, uh, breaking my co-host's heart, and then going to a foreign country, doing that entire uh, between doing all that entire nonsense. Yeah. And then, and then, basically, Spurs getting the amazing Demar Derozan, you no, know, like you know, and you know, it coming back here. I, I think it'll be some sort of happiness for all of us. Yeah, I think it would be like a good circle, and like, I think it would piss Popovich a lot, and hopefully, <laughs> it pisses him pisses him enough where he like says, "Fuck it, I'm going to stay for the next ten years and not let Kawhi win another championship." <laughs> Something like that, you know. He just like takes it on him. He gets he he calls Tim Duncan back. Duncan, I want you back. Start working out. And Duncan goes to the gym and starts pumping iron and suddenly just comes like, all like. But uh, Pop, I'm already up. at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the finals, Pop. Pop. It's it's when time to take. Back. It's, yeah, t- time to take down the claw. You know, <laughs> I, I, that would be amazing. I was then like Manu Ginobili. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm drinking some wine here, Prof. Why are you calling me at this time? Uh, we need to stop the claw, now. Okay. Yes. You know, then like from the dead, they all are resurrected. <laughs> they come out. It would be awesome. I feel like I think that's something that would be great. If we had some animation talents, maybe we could have done something. But uh, yeah. sadly, we only have uh, tongue talents. Tongue talents. Tongue talents. Okay, I don't know what. The- <laughs> But okay, that's it. No, uh, we are not going to talk about tongue talents. <laughs> so yes, uh, I mean, let, let's talk about uh, our like very simple. Th- I mean, I actually want to talk about you know the. Have you seen that photo of uh, Kawhi and not Kawhi? Sorry, Pop and Steve Kerr having dinner at a restaurant. Yeah, but I, I think that was fake. I think it was like already. It was it? an old photo. It was an old photo. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay, why would there be an old photo? I mean, they are they are uh, close, I guess. Yeah. And Steve Kerr is not very much unlike uh, Popovich. I mean, his team is also not like a hero ball team. They also do this thing. They just have better three-point shooters, something which Pop absolutely hates the three-pointers. But Pop doesn't hate the three-pointers. Yeah, he does hate the three He said, uh, what is this, a circus where just everyone's just chucking up three-pointers. Hmm. He's on record saying he hates three-pointers, but no, that's the game. So when somebody actually mentioned the fact that, you know, the NBA might have a beyond half-court four-pointer shot, he's like, that's it. Like, I, I will... Uh, punch people in the throat if they bring it out, bring out such things. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm wrong. It is actually, it happened like recently. Yeah. Well, uh, facts have been verified on this podcast for the first time. Uh, no fake news here, sir. No fake news. We are all uh, about checking up facts. We are all about love, but also checking out facts. True, true, true. <laughs> we are all about love. Yeah. So uh, you you think they they like? Uh, so how do I stop the claw? You cannot stop the claw. Oh, take out his oil. <laughs> obviously, obviously. I mean, you know, like, I mean, with our with our brief, you know, uh, entrance into the NBA sphere, we have also, uh, you know, uh, felt the pangs of jealousy and and oh, oh wow, and, good, one, know, good, like, one. good one, good one, good one, like just like wanting to uh, like not uh, fall to the upstart. Yeah, something like that, right? Something so, like that, yeah. Imagine, you know, you're a celebrated coach yeah. and, you know, this guy tells you, fuck off, goes, shows him, shows the people that, you know, the player is more important than the coach. Yeah. Right? Because the thing is, anyone who plays under the Popovich era, right? Like, I think when he won the finals MVP, 
I don't know if it was LeBron or KD. He's, I think it was KD where KD said like, yeah, you know, if you give me pop, like even I can go and do that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was uh, KD, yeah. Because KD is a bitch. I think it was KD. I think KD only yeah. is the one of course, like, only KD that says such, such bitch things. Such shit, right? Uh, such disrespect. So I think uh, Kawhi like, really said, okay, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to go do it myself. And he went and he did it. And I think... Now suddenly, you know, it's just like, oh, so Popovich is not that great, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, he was very lucky to have Tim Duncan, which is all true. I mean, I don't think Popovich will deny any of that stuff. No, absolutely not. He always says that, you know, like, if you have the... But, yeah, I mean, if, if, you, you, have have the, Tim, if you have Tim Duncan, if you have manager, if you have Tim Duncan, it's quite easy to coach. Yeah, people. no, I mean, initially, like, he had David Robinson, who was MVP, mm-hmm. you know, so, like, two years back. So he just said, like, you know, if you have the good fortune of having David Robinson and then getting Tim Duncan, then... You know, it's kind of easy. Like, it's kind of very easy to to not fuck up, yeah. and people forget this. I remember when Tim Duncan came into the league because I, you know, I was just starting to starting to like you know, uh, follow basketball, mm-hmm. and like Tim Duncan joining the Spurs was kind of like such a big big deal because Tim Duncan was. You know, LeBron, Tim Duncan, all these people. Like, Kobe, when he got, came into the league, right, there wasn't much fanfare. Uh-huh, yeah. But when Tim Duncan came into the league, there was a massive, massive, like, yeah, oh my Tim, God. Like, this Tim Duncan like, was, it was, yeah, it was kind of the LeBron thing at that The time. first pick after studying four years in college. Yeah. Yeah. He was a beast. Look yeah. at his college, college stats. Huh? Right? And uh, so it was a big, big deal. And... David Rob, so generally, you know, the way it works is like you have the top picks who are very good who go to very, very shitty teams, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But San Antonio is not a shitty team. San Antonio is a very good team. They just and tank they tanked, properly. <laughs> they tank properly, right? And that was that was the mastermind of Greg Popovich. And there was luck involved where, you know, they tanked and they got the first pick, which was Tim Duncan, right? So suddenly they, tanked, this... they they got a player. Tim Duncan was a swimmer who then switched to basketball. His mom told him before her death that you know you should you should get your college degree. So he waited four years. So he came into the draft at that time, and they properly tanked for him, and they managed they to get the, and they and they managed to get the top pick. Yeah. So it, and so you know you have a you have a sixty win team that tanked for a year, got the like top pick. And then won the championship. Yeah. Right. And Even has was, not and has not been in the lottery since that time. Since then. Since, yeah. since then. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I mean so anyway, the point being that like these people are very, very calculative, very, very competitive. They really want to win. They'll do anything to win. Mm-hmm. And they'll do anything to get back to people who have, you know, fucked them over, right? Yeah. Um so you know, that's the reason why they didn't want to trade Kawhi to any of the Los Angeles teams. Because, um, like, why the fuck will I give someone... I'll, I'll, just send him, I'll just send him away from the country. I'll just deport yeah. him. <laughs> so, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Steve and and Greg Papoulos discussed, like, weaknesses of Kawhi. And um, I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, Greg Popovich definitely told Steve how to stop him. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't... Because, I, you know, he... In the end, it's all about like influence, right? So it, it can't be like Steve Kerr is now like the granddaddy of all the coaches, right? He's mm-hmm. the one, he's the, he's numero uno, right? So you want to be in good, like you already are in good terms. You can't be like, no, I can't. It's like, you know. But I think it's a little telling because see, this is not like 18, 19, right? We have all the video analytics. We have all the scouting. We have everything. And yet 
Steve Kerr felt the need. And we are uh, we are just uh, hoping that you know there's not a friendly dinner. I'm sure. I mean, friendly dinner you can have any time, not before the NBA finals. I'm saying, even with all the scouting, even with every single game being broken down from every single angle, having multiple angles on a guy, having all that uh, video analytics and having this analytics, shot pressure, everything. There's still that human element where Steve Kerr is like, Pop, you tell me what we are missing out of all this data that we are seeing. Something that nothing here can show us. Yeah. I, I think I think I think that's pretty, like you know, uh, telling for what it's worth. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think, and both of them are big, you know, basketball minds. They've seen everybody. I, I think you it know, says Steve a lot about Kawhi also. Yeah, I think it Man, says Kawhi a lot. Is, Kawhi is incredible. Like, there's yeah. no. I think people forgot, like, you know, 2017, he was almost MVP candidate. He destroyed the Memphis Grizzlies all by himself. Yeah, oh, yeah. The him. Memphis Grizzlies, wow. What a team to destroy. <laughs> Dude, they were a good team at that time with Mike Conley. No, 2017. You know. uh, come on. Uh, no, not the 2017 Memphis Grizzlies. I, mean, I, I think the one of the Memphis Grizzlies did sweep the... Celtic, I mean, did sweep the Spurs, but that was like when Zebo was also sweep there. the Spurs. Yeah, they did. No, no, it was game. Sorry, it was not sweep. Four three. Yeah, it was not yeah. sweep. No. Very few teams can sweep the Spurs, man. Come on. Only Lakers with Shaq. Yeah. Multiple times. Ah, what? Two two times. You, no. you can ch- check the records. I'll check the records. Check the records right now. Oh, hmm. I was wrong then. Yes, you were wrong, my friend. <laughs> Uh, but all right, man. Four zero four one and all is like almost four zero four zero only. Uh, but not really. But you know, whatever. Uh, God, how many times? How many times I? I am not scared of being wrong. Like I said, to, told some people on platforms we will not mention. Uh, what did you say? I said I'm not uh, like I've. It's not that I've always been right. I've been wrong also. <laughs> when have you been right? That's the question. Ah, I, hey, whoa! I've been right multiple times. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody remembers the good times. They only remember when a goalkeeper misses up and like a shot or a wicketkeeper misses something. That's 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 the way you judge greatness, my friend. No, that's not the way. You should judge it analytically based on uh, logistical regression and figuring out whether this guy can predict anything. Okay, mm. um, something I wanted to ask about, I have seemed to have forgotten. Oh yes, Rob Pelinka. No, 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 not that. No, that shit is absolutely bullshit. I, I don't know now. Now I now see the thing is now I'm doubling down on my bet that Magic Johnson is a crazy guy so he's just uh, spread rumors everywhere that you know we should discredit uh, Pelinka as as fast as possible. Yeah, because he has the power he can do it, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's Man, go. this is it's 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 so interesting. Like you know, I've always you know I'm I'm kind of like I always tell people I'm like a non-profit guy at the heart and like you mm-hmm. know I, you know kind of sannyasi at the heart, but like. I enjoy doing challenging things, so I, I run a for-profit company, which is very barely making profits, um, right? And I always and, like, and you're and you're running a podcast, which is absolutely making no money. It's totally non-profit. Uh, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's non non-revenue. Forget profit. Uh, non- <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that hurts. That hurts. But it's true, worry. but it hurts. Uh, in yeah, ten years, no, this in this 10 podcast years. is going to be the bomb. Yeah. You know, long game, long game. We play long, long game, game, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's just it's interesting how like these people, you know, especially in America, and I mean it's everywhere around the world, but they always like 
say these really nice things and they're like so like honest and like just like you know you just feel like oh we have to absolutely trust them but there's so shit like inside you know like there's so much politics there's so much of backstabbing there's so much of you you scratch my back i scratch your back because the amount of money involved is so high and the people are involved like you know say i'm get i'm you know general manager of some team and i'm making like half a million dollars let's say right and uh you know you have to make a decision that's worth 30 million dollars so the guys are going to be like you know what, what what do i get yeah you know like so so there's so much of that and uh in in business and in in like uh, in generally that I, i'm i'm unsurprised that you know magic johnson is kind of a shitty person because he is thoroughly into it he thir- he was the guy who made like this deal with with bus that you know he will he will he will take a million dollars for 25 years from from the lakers which is a crazy deal uh, <laughs> at that time yeah you know uh, so uh, i'm pretty sure like you know now there is like a power struggle on top kobe and lebron and like magic like you know who's the top dog yeah apparently kobe was pissed that his name was brought into this entire thing i mean courtesy yeah Steven because it is speculation right it's speculation that maybe kobe is trying to get like you yeah. know trying to buy the team and kobe is like i, I just want an oscar like i don't give ah. a shit you know uh so i, I yeah it's just, but you know they have to they have to build those narratives and uh narratives is what like they say in game of thrones stories are what something like that right power resides where men believe it resides no there's a you know the the final thing where uh, tyrion says stories are civilization and hence we shall make this oh. guy the king something okay. like that oh. the power of stories i forgot in that ending man that was one sad ending But yeah, yeah anyways he's crossed over yeah so i think towards. i definitely think there's a lot of power struggle and drop pelinka obviously he was a shitty person <laughs> i don't know why why he became the general manager i don't know is it drop pelinka like he was uh, kobe's agent and then he like kobe pushed him to the uh, gm position right he was kobe's agent yeah but nobody liked drop pelinka apparently in the yeah. in the nba and if you yeah. if your job is to make i mean nobody money, likes agents man like that's agents job is to be hated and make money for their uh, clients nobody likes agents if you remember that entourage uh, movie in the entourage series mm-hmm. have you seen the entourage no. you've not okay no. that is sad uh, you should but yeah forget that i mean there uh, nobody likes every uh, even their clients hate agents but because hey, agents make the money decisions right like clients might say ki mera soul isme hai mere ko natak karna hai agents be like bitch you're not doing any of that you do this multi million dollar movie so that we can all make some money out of it mm. uh, it's it's a, it's a they come from a different world uh, yeah. i mean since we're talking about money like i, I had this idea and uh, not sure. maybe maybe if the people listening our audience listening to the podcast can you know come. like we can hold our nba opinion givers like you know to a little like uh, like you can't just make predictions without having any like you know uh, money all back uh, i i like don't give the money to me so for every prediction you make if it goes wrong you give 100 rupees to my charity my high five association uh, of which high five youth foundation of which i am a uh, officially a junior coach right now uh, soon to be oh, trained to be 
no, no, I, I'm, I'm a complete uh, non-individualistic person on it. I'm like, pass oh, the ball. Right. Don't, don't, just dribble two times. No dribbling more than two times. So they're all little kids, man. But I'm saying, ki, you know, any, any uh, a charity of your foundation or whatever it is, like we can all, uh, like all, all, all our, all our NBA uh, writers and OPA content creators, like, you know, Hoopasani, Karan, I mean, uh, everyone together can decide ki, you know, all our wrong predictions will be 100 rupees each will go into a box and that money will donate to anything which supports basketball at the grassroots level. I mean, it's not a really bad idea and 100 rupees is not really that much. It'll, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, if I, I, I think it's a good idea. It's a good idea. You think 100 rupees is okay? 100 rupees is okay. 100 rupees, okay. Okay. All right. If, if you've listened to this podcast, then please, uh, if you've reached this part, then let me know what you think of this idea. And uh, on that great idea out of this podcast, I think we should call a night for this part. Okay. Uh, we, uh, this episode will hopefully soon be out because like, it's, it's a chill episode. We've just been like breezily going through the motions. Yes. It's very chill. It's very chill. It's a little weird, uh, like not having a guest after I think, like what uh, four continuous episodes of having guests. Yeah, we had Sean. We I, had I think John like when you have a guest, you have to like make sure that the guest ah, gets enough time yeah. to speak. <laughs> you know, like you're asking like good questions to the guest, yeah. like you know, and you have to and make think, it interesting. We do. We have to sound intelligent. I can ask intelligent questions. Yeah, we're like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you yeah. you you serve. Okay, I'll serve. You hit. I'll hit. And things. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know, yeah. just the both of us is a little bit more chill, and we can like so, so, yeah, it's so, true. no no pretensions here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Not that we were pretending. Ever, but, Ever. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay then, all right, audience, uh, please, uh, listeners, uh, male, female, uh, from Abu Dhabi, Luxembourg, wherever you guys are from, India, Calicut, uh, Kurg, and uh, wherever else my mom is traveling, uh, yep. yes, please, please, uh, please uh, keep listening, keep uh, telling us if you like something, if you don't like something, also tell us, please troll us, we are not as sensitive as you think we are, we love getting trolled, uh, love getting trolled. we love getting trolled, we have to initiate trolling so that somebody would do it, and yet people are like, no, no, we'll not troll them, <laughs> we are not going to troll, like, come on, that's the yeah, whole I mean, point of Twitter, yeah, I mean, we, we, we're, the podcast is firstly about love, but secondly about, uh, you know, getting fun, sent, being uh, a fan, fun. Finger fun, with the fan. I mean, NBA is an amazing sport. Like that's what we love. That there's you know hundreds of people have different opinions. Somebody will say Shaq was the greatest. Somebody will say Hakeem was the greatest. Somebody will say Kareem was the greatest. Whatever it is, there's you know we we just would like to discuss, argue, you know, not lose that little fan thing that we have, and uh, more or less that's what the sport is all about. So until next time, next time will be the I, I think we'll have an episode after either after game two. Or after game four, so that we have a better idea. I think it'll be game four, unless it's over by then, which I hope it'll not be. No, I don't think it'll be over by game four. I mean, oh, okay, all right. It would, it would take a monumental task for Kawhi to suck and a monumental task for the Warriors to play extremely well away. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's happening. I don't think I don't think it's a sweep. Okay, all right. Then. And, uh, and on that second end we will end this podcast uh, uh, please uh, check us out again uh, check us out for our next episode then. alright we need to say All right. bye bye people okay <laughs>